Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Huge Thursday night matchup tonight, Cardinals and the Packers. We get more into it in just a moment. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Don't forget on your smart speaker as well. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We will get to that game in just a moment. Booger McFarland going to join us in a second. Travis in Virginia. Want to get him in, though, on this whole best friend story uh, this whole best friend determination we were talking about moments ago, and he's got a story. Travis, what's going on? You're on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Yeah, thanks for having me. Man, when you all started that conversation, it just flashed me back to high school and everything like that because that's probably the last time I actually made a friend on my own, which is another thing I'll ask God at the end. So uh, growing up, I had four groups of friends, and all of them would bring the bag of lime and two shovels, just like you were saying. <laughs> so when I was getting – so when I was getting married, though, you had to, you know, instead of just drawing straws, one of my friends, when we were 18, going out to the farm and everything, I got pulled over speeding, and they were going to charge me with, like, kidnapping because I, I was only 18-year-old in the car. So uh, my buddy, uh, after they found, you know, some alcohol and stuff, um, <laughs> they uh, went ahead and my buddy took the fall for me, and they arrested him and took him to jail in Culpeper, Virginia, when we're from Virginia Beach and made us turn around and head back to Virginia Beach in the middle of the night. So that's how I picked my best man is the guy who was willing to go to jail jail for you. That's uh, I can appreciate that. And thanks for the call. That is impressive on his part. And that man deserves to be your best, your best man in that circumstance. Booger McFarlane. He joins us right now. Booger, we were talking about this a few minutes ago and I got upset listening to Greeny earlier this week because he was knocking Nuno because Nuno said the very first thing that he determines when, uh, very first thing he wants to know when determining who his best friend is going to be is based on, will this person provide an alibi for me? <laughs> and I, I have to say, being from New Jersey, I 100% agree with Nuno on that. I had a major problem with Greeny not valuing loyalty. So I put it to you, Booger McFarlane. How do you determine who your best friend is? Well, I, I would simply say I determine that based on can I count on you. And, and that's in all scenarios. Now, because of the, of the relationship, I, I would hope that neither one of us would put the other in a position that we would have to lie. Right. Because when you say alibi, basically what you're saying is, do I have somebody close enough to me that in any situation they will lie for me? So let's just lose the word alibi and, and let's just get down to what everyone around America can understand. Who do you have in your life that if it hit the fan, they would tell a lie for you and they know it's a lie before they ever open their mouth. So, I would hope I wouldn't put my best friend in that position too often. Uh, as a matter of fact, I would hope I, w- I would never do it. But if and when I did do that, I would hope that I have a couple of people that maybe wouldn't look at it as lying. Maybe they look at it as bending the truth. But mm-hmm. um, that's not my determining factor. Now, I'm going to sound like I'm you know coming out of a book or something. But my determining factor of a best friend is first about the relationship, man. Because my best friend has to be able to get me, has to be able to understand all my idiosyncrasies, understand what makes me tick, understand what makes booger, booger. Mm -hmm. And I think that's developed over a period of time. 
I think that's developed through a lot of uh, interactions, through a lot of situations that you've been in, through good times and bad times, uh, happiness and sadness. And so let's get down also to the nitty gritty. You should only have one best friend. I agree with that 100%. There is one friend that is a best friend. And I I, listen, we, we can get into all the things that make them their best friend. But all I'm saying is I value that kind of loyalty. I'm never trying to put anybody in that position, too. Same thought as you. But I need to know that if the chips are down, I, you got me. If something goes wrong, you got me. And it's out of my control. You, you just have want got somebody that will lie for you. You know what you're looking for? Not you're lying, looking for somebody that will lie for you. Not, not even lying necessarily. Well, what are you talking about an alibi? As I alibi said, basically means lie. Well, as I said earlier, if, if I need to know, Booger, that if I call you at 2 a.m. and say I got a problem, you're going to show up with a couple of shovels and a bag of lime. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm never going to have ever call that me. problem, but I need to know if for whatever reason something went wrong, that's exactly what you're going to do. There's only one person in my life that I would ever call with that. I got about, I got a list of people that I could call for that. I got a list of people that I could call. Seriously, I, I got a list of people that I can call that if, if you call me at 2, I'm going to in turn call them at 201 and tell them to handle this, and they would. doesn't mean they're my best friend. Mm. That just means that they know when I call, A, I'm going to take care of them, and B, it's important. So I think best friend goes deeper because we're looking on the, on the surface at somebody that will do something for me in a moment of need. Yes, that's a part of it. But to me, it's about the relationship, man. To me, it's about the experiences. It, it, it's about what we've been through, how we've connected. I, I give you a prime, prime example. And let's just use the host of this show, Mike yeah. Greenberg. Greeny and I are really, really, really good friends. Like we get each other. Uh, we couldn't be more opposite. He eats wings with a fork. I try to eat the bone with my hand, okay? The guy doesn't hold any food in his hand whatsoever. I rarely ever use a fork. Um, he dresses very, uh, how do I put this, very Europeanish. Uh, I have yet to cross over from American to European. Yeah. And lastly, Greeny grew up not knowing that watermelons grew on the ground on a vine. He thought they grew on trees. So we could not be more different. However, we are really, really, really good friends. Now, if I call Mike Greenberg at 2 in the morning, first of all, he's not going to (laughs) answer. Second of all, if he did answer and I said, hey, I got two shovels and a bag of lime. I need you. Are you coming? He's not coming, but what he's going to do, he's going to call somebody that he thinks can help me and, and do it in the most professional manner. Does that make him not a good friend? No, that just makes him very practical. Um, and he's a really, really Nuno. good friend of mine. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't have Nuno's after hours number. I have Bubba's after hours number. Uh, if I call Bubba, I think Bubba will come. Nuno, it'll probably take Nuno a few minutes to get going. He's got to comb his hair and make sure it's laid over to the side. And once he does that, then he'll probably come. But Bubba, if I call Bubba right now, the first thing Bubba's going to do is take the Cowboys jersey off and probably put the Mets jersey on because he wants to look hard when he gets there. But Bubba will come. There's oh, no doubt there. about that. Booger and I go way back. I'll be there. I, I, I know that I, I trust that you would, and I trust that you would take the Cowboys jersey off even though you haven't washed it in several weeks, and nobody would be able to tell the difference oh, after you I mean, done. if the Cowboys lost, why, lost, why, would, I, uh, why would I wash it? I, yes, I know. You've been through your explanation quite a bit. All right, it's all fair. I understand that, but here's my thing. 
Yeah. I just want to value, know that, and I'm not looking for everybody in my life to be incredibly loyal and they're going to do whatever I need them to do in a pinch. I'm looking for that one person. For me, it's that one person that I know. Where Would you, would you ever friends. want your best friend to lie for you? Yes. Yes. See, I don't, yeah, that's... Mm. Again, I'm not putting him in that situation like, like you said. I don't ever want to do that. And I never have asked a best friend to do that for me. I have. Well, okay. I mean, it's not like it's outlandish to see it happen. And I've done the lying, too. I've had people who have asked me to do it, and I have done it once, not from a legal standpoint, but from more of a relationship standpoint. I, I don't even know what that means. But yeah. Well, going. I mean, it means it wasn't they were getting in trouble legally. It was getting in trouble with their girlfriend. That's basically what that. Oh, I mean, that's the best kind. I mean, hey, hey, was Chris with you last night? Exactly. Uh, yeah, maybe. And it's like, <laughs> as I said to Nuno, Nuno's other problem was earlier in this week he brought up that ex- that same example, but he started providing details. No, no, no. You just answered the question. Was Chris with me last night? Yes, that's the answer to the question. Hey, by the way, uh, one thing I can say for sure is that whoever released those emails about John Gruden was not his best friend. Yeah, that's very, very clear. It is Chris Garland, Booger McFarland in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. We will get Get into tonight's all-important matchup next. Do the Cardinals need to win this game to prove they belong? That in moments on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Thursday Night Football, undefeated Arizona Cardinals taking on the Green Bay Packers a little bit. Short in terms of their playmakers. We'll get to that in 30 seconds. Chris Carlin and Booger McFarlane in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. According to Forbes, companies are working to fill millions of jobs in an epic hiring spree. So where do they turn? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates and makes it easy to invite your top choices to apply. Try it for free today at ZipRecruiter.com 
slash Greeny. I was of this opinion last hour. Booger, I'm interested to get your take on it. Big night tonight for the Cardinals. Big night tonight for the Packers as well, even without uh, both Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, who are on the COVID list. And the Cardinals lose J.J. Watt for the season due to shoulder surgery. Big night for the Cardinals tonight for people to believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Do you believe that the Cardinals need to win this game for people to really, truly start taking them seriously? Well, I don't think they need to win because they're the only undefeated team in the NFL. And I think, you know, having pounded the Rams the way they did, um, having done some of the good things that they've done on defense so far this year, the way their quarterback has been playing, if you just look at the tape, you can tell they're for real. Their defense has gotten better. They still give up a few too many yards against the run, but overall their corners are playing outstanding. Um, And if if we're going to talk about the weapons that the Cowboys have, the weapons that the Chiefs have, my God, we better start talking about the weapons that the Arizona Cardinals have at their disposal, okay? DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. Now you throw in Ertz, Zach Ertz working the middle of the field, okay? Chase Edmonds in the backfield. They got a ton of weapons, and it's all orchestrated by the mini maestro, Kyler Murray. They are outstanding. I think that tonight is a night for them, though, not to prove they belong. I think tonight is a showcase night. It's kind of like when you when you go to pick up the new car from the dealership. Like, they want to make sure that that car is pristine so the first time you see it, you fall in love. Mm-hmm. Not that this is the first time America is going to see the Cardinals, but I think this is the first time that I can remember in a standalone game at night that the national audience will be focused on the Arizona Cardinals. And for that reason, I think this is a big game for them. They don't need to prove anything. But it's the first time that America gets to focus on them like we focus on that new car the first time we see it. That's exciting. And it's, it's, I believe the Cardinals are a really, really good team. If there were a playoff game today and the Cardinals were playing any of these four other teams, I think the Cardinals would not win the game. I think if they were playing the Packers, I think if they were playing the Cowboys, I think if they were playing the Bills, And yes, I know they've already beaten the Rams, but I still believe if they were playing the Rams, those four teams would all beat the Cardinals in a playoff game today. Yeah, you know what? I mean, you can say that because we're, you know, we're two blowhards on the radio just sitting up here pontificating about these things. What I would say is at some point they're going to play on the field. And as far as the Rams, they've already played on the field. Um, I think the Bills, that matchup obviously would take place in the Super Bowl in the postseason. Um, they're going to play the Carolina Panthers in a few weeks, which I think is going to be a very interesting battle, especially if Carolina can get CMC back and get healthy. I just think Arizona's a good team, and, and I think our mind is conditioned to, if we haven't seen it and we aren't accustomed to it, then sometimes we don't believe in it. And Agreed. Maybe that's what we're totally getting. agree. Yep. Maybe that's what we're getting a little bit with the Cardinals. But if you look at the tape, man, they're good. It, it, they listen, are really, really good. I agree with that, but that I – when we're talking about, like, the Rams in this instance, okay, there was never a point last year where I would have thought that the Saints were a better football team than the Buccaneers, even though they beat them twice and, frankly, embarrassed them the second time around. And as we saw in the winner-take-all type game, the better team prevailed in that. And that's kind of how I feel about the Cardinals and the Rams at this point. Yeah, see, I go off of... No, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. It's, it, it's very similarly to the way that I wasn't buying um, 
into the appointment that I had yesterday. And I'm, 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 I'm going to digress a little bit because I told you I would. Mm. So yesterday I tried something that I never tried before. And Bubba, you will. This is right up your alley and Nuno also. Um, I'm just not infatuated with hair anymore, as you can tell by my head. Okay, I shave all my hair off my head. Well, I respect that. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can't grow any. I can. But I choose to be bald. You actually, it's just You mean you could completely grow it out? Absolutely. Well, then I don't respect that because (laughs) now now you're just insulting us all by saying, listen, I can do this, but you know what? I'm going to shave it all because I can. Chooses not to. I like it. Yeah. Exactly. So. No. um, No, no, no. Again, not not infatuated with, with, with hair. So here's what I did yesterday. I was passing by this place. Uh, I'm not going to name it, but essentially it's a waxing place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stopped in and oh, I God. said, you guys do have any services for men? And the lady said, yes. She's like, well, I was like, well, what? I've never been in one of these spots before. And she's like, you know, here's a list of things. And it was all kind of stuff on there. And I chose one. I chose to get my back waxed yesterday. Oh, my and God. Wow. That's an aggressive move. N- n- yeah. Needless to say, uh, I stepped in the, stepped off the diving board into the deep end, had no idea what to expect. Uh, was a little nervous when the hot wax went on. Mm-hmm. Was even more nervous when the first time that, that she laid the strip down and yanked the hair off. However, 24 minutes later, when it was all done, and she was giving me the speech that she has to give me. Hey, make sure you don't put any water for 24 hours. Your pores are open, et cetera, et cetera, which I completely ignore, by the way. <laughs> 24 minutes later, I, I got to tell you, when I looked at the mirror, I was pretty happy with how my back looked because for the first time, I didn't have back hair. So, Nuno, Bubba, I am going to personally pay for you to get your back and your chest waxed because I want you to feel how I felt yesterday. I felt renewed. I felt vigor that I hadn't felt in forever. And who knew that all this time when my wife was going to get waxed and all this stuff, all the women around America were going to get waxed, that they had this feeling. What is it? I don't know. Every three weeks, Bob, I don't know how, how often they go. But this is a feeling that was amazing. And I got to tell you, I'm probably going to do it again. All right. So we'll hang on a wow. second, though. I, I, what a turn of events. What a Wednesday. We'll get to whether or not they're going to accept this challenge, which they better, in just a minute. I do need to know this. On, I, I don't know what your pain threshold is. On a scale of 1 to 10, where was the pain as it's being ripped off your body? On a scale of 1 to 10? 10 okay. being the most. So there are certain areas, yes, there are mm-hmm. certain areas where it was close to a 7, uh, you know, around the love handle area. It was a little mm-hmm. sensitive there. I'm not sure why. Maybe I hadn't worked the obliques in a while. I'm not sure. Um, mid-back, kind of where my delts start to pop out, uh, about a four. Okay. Overall, I, I think I'd give the experience somewhere around a five and a half. So very, very minimal pain. Um, the hot wax upon touching the skin was a hair uncomfortable, but that only lasted about a second. Um, I was really intrigued though with the whole process, uh, a little nervous, but again, after doing it, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel kind of like my chest is puffing out a little bit and, and I want Nuno and Bubba to feel the same way. So will they do that? Will they in fact get their backs and chests waxed? Greeny, the podcast. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Just moments ago, Booger McFarland filled us in on his trip to get his back waxed yesterday, an impulse moment to be sure, but it happened. And he was more than willing to take the 24 minutes of medium pain. Is that about fair to characterize it? Yeah, five and a half on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest. Okay. And the results he is so pleased with, and his feeling about himself he is so pleased with that he has offered to pay for Nuno and Bubba if they will choose to go and get that done. So we start with Nuno Teixeira. Will you go and get your back and chest waxed? Listen, I'm a man of conviction. Um, so As I will, we have established. Yes. So I will do this for the betterment of the show. That's I outstanding. Like it. It, it, well, that's not what we've been talking about back here. What is going on? <laughs> uh, Bubba, and, it, and it's not because he's not going to do it. It's because of the same reason for me. We don't have any hair to wax. I, Bubba, that is very I difficult to you, believe. Bubba. Just looking at you right now, you appear to be one of the hairiest men I have ever <laughs> oh, seen. He is. <laughs> I get, I get, no, trust me. I have basically nothing on my chest. You get 5 o'clock shadow at 1130. No, let's be I, honest. It takes, this takes me forever to grow a beard. If I were to shave this today, it would take me a week to grow like a 5 o'clock shadow. So are you trying to, to just cover up the fact that you are saying you are hairless everywhere else on your upper torso? I, I, have, I have basically nothing on my chest and barely anything on my back. Good. Barely anything is what they'll take off. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Can, can I, should I show you? I don't know what. I mean, <laughs> you want me to, Let's not do that. You, you, want me, you want me to take my shirt <laughs> off here? I don't know. Like, oh, there are people um, in the studio here. And that's that what Nuno was telling me, too. No, he, let's he not was do saying that. the same thing. He doesn't have any hair either. Now all of a sudden he's doing it. I don't know. Well, I'm he, doing it. There's still some there. There's not a lot. 
I still have like the same three chest tears from high school. All right, well, um, this is, but I am willing to do this, and Bubba has not answered the question because yes I don't no. have any hair. What do you want from me? This is a this is an offer with an expiration date. Is that fair to say, Booger? Absolutely. I yes. understand. If I had, if I was a hairy man, I understand. I would be like, all right, sure, I'll do it for the. I just don't have any hair. What? It's it's a waste. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm not lying. For a second. Listen, so we can move on I mean, with our look, with know, our football discussion. Uh, if you do accept said challenge, we need this uh, done by next Thursday. I'll give you a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, you can go and pick out your uh, waxologist mm-hmm. and find out which which uh, person you would like to use. We just need social media confirmation once it's done. Correct. And if you don't do it, that's fine. You're dead to us. Is that fair? That sounds fair to me. I thought it would. All right, Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, in for Greeny today. Let's get to the fact that you look around the league right now, and Bill Barnwell wrote about this today on ESPN.com. So let's get a little bit of music to go with it. The most disappointing teams in the NFL and what has gone wrong with them so far. So, Booger, I think the team that we have to start with would be the Kansas City Chiefs. Are they the most disappointing team right now in the NFL at 3-4? and four? Yeah, they're right there because based on their talent and based on the quarterback they have, which we think is maybe the most talented quarterback that's ever played the position, they are underachieving. And people will point to their defense and say, yeah, the defense is bad. Well, i got to tell you some news. The defense has been bad for the last three years. So what's the issue? They are turning the football over at an alarming level. The quarterback, which we think is the most talented player in football, is probably playing the worst he's played since he was at Texas Tech. You add all that that up and you have a team that is not playing very well and a lot of people don't think they're going to make the postseason. So to go from a team that had 20-0 and aspirations, remember we were talking undefeated season, to not making the playoffs, that's got to be the most disappointed team in the league. Listen, I didn't buy it when Patrick Mahomes was talking about undefeated season, and I didn't think they were going to be like this, though. Nobody thought that they were going to be like this. So far, they have been the most disappointing team, but I'll ask it this way. I won't even ask it this way. I still expect them to make the playoffs. Do you expect them to make the playoffs? Well, if you expect them, all of a sudden you think they're going to hit a switch? I do. I think at some point they're going to be able to turn it on and get it going right. Well, if that's the case, I, I got some land in, in the middle of the Atlantic to sell you. Because so right now the Chiefs are not making the playoffs in your mind? Based on the way they're playing, they're not. You don't just wake up and flip a switch and all of a sudden start playing defense and start showing effort. Like something has to happen. And right now we are almost – like it's November. We're into November and they've shown us who they are. Now this would be a drastic change if they come out and do something different. Now Patrick Mahomes has always saved them. So can he save them again? Well, right now he can't save himself because he's not playing at a high enough level. So if you gave me some of that Chris Carlin AARP money that you got saved up, I would bet that they would not make the playoffs. I would bet right now that they would still make the playoffs because, as you detailed, they still have the best player in the league, in my estimation, right now. So I'm not going to bet against that guy completely yet. Next up, Booger, this is a team that is remarkably disappointing. Where do you put the Miami Dolphins on the scale of disappointment? Wow, one being mildly disappointed, 10 being the most. I think you got to put them at around eight. Here's a team that, I mean, how many games did they win last year? What, uh, 10? Mm -hmm. Like 10 games. The defense was outstanding. Tua was going to come back and be healthy. And all of a sudden you thought that Brian Flores, the head coach, would be 
the first Bill Belichick disciple to really go and just turn a program around and, and, and create a, a perennial winner, but that hasn't happened. I think their defense plays entirely too much man coverage. Uh, I get it. You go out, you get Byron Jones at one cornerback, Xavier Howard at another cornerback, so you should be able to play a lot of man. The bottom line, though, is they're not doing it. And Tua, poor Tua. Tua played really, really well on Sunday. He just made one of the dumbest interceptions I've ever seen. And because he had a mo- a moment of lapse, because he had a moment where his mind wandered to just to see what was going on maybe at the University of Alabama, he threw a pick. And people are going to judge Tua about that pick. They're going to forget the other 300 yards he threw for. They're going to forget the other three and a half quarters that he played really, really good football. And they're just going to remember what you did lately and lately Tua through a red zone interception. And he is the reason why, in most people's opinion, that this team can't climb out of the funk that they're in. So, yes, I would put it very, very high, probably around the 7-8 mark as far as level of disappointment for this team. I would exactly agree with virtually everything of what you just said. I put more of it, though. I, I Tua is not alone. You know, he's part of it. But I think he's capable of more. That defense has been disappointing. It, it, I thought it would be so, so much better than it has been. And to be 1-6 right now, uh, considering the way that Brian Flores had this going over the last couple of years, it, it's, it's borderline stunning to me that they are at this position at the moment. I'm with you. I'm putting it at an 8. The San Francisco 49ers, scale of 1-10. to 10, How disappointing, Booger. Wow, got to be a nine because we anoint Kyle Shanahan as boy wonder. He's the greatest play caller outside of Sean McVay and Sean Payton. Uh, their their offense has been disappointing. You, we think you can plug and play any running back in there. The defense hasn't lived up to par. Robert Sala, the former defensive coordinator, he's got his own issues up in New York. D'Amico Ryans, I think, is a smart coach, the guy who is the defensive coordinator now. But they haven't lived up to what I thought they would be. And we can all talk about the injuries to Raheem most of their running back and the injuries that they've had. But when you are a Super Bowl team and you trade away picks to get a young quarterback and now you're not playing that quarterback except in minimal uh, situational packages that you have and your quarterback that you think can get you back to a Super Bowl because he got you there before has been hurt again, everything is in flux out in San Francisco. And for the first time, Chris, for the first time since they've been there, John Lynch, my former teammate and friend, and Kyle Shanahan, their seat, dare I say, is a tad bit warm. It's getting warmer. There's no doubt. I I would not get rid of either guy at Correct. the end of this year, even if it turned out to be a mess. But I absolutely would not do that. I'm at a seven with the 49ers, and I've been disappointed in Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know the injury has been an issue too, but I, I was hoping he was going to play better than he has so far. Booker... On Trey Lance, just in talking to people that were, frankly, on the staff at North Dakota State. He's not ready. He he wasn't going to be ready. He right. was a guy that had only played, what, 12 or 13 college games at the 1AA level. And while he may turn into being a great quarterback, he's not a player that ever should have been expected to play this season. And that's why I fully believe that notion that we first heard when the Niners first made that trade to move up that it wasn't to get him it was to get Matt Jones and they kind of talked themselves out of it 
That's what it feels like right now. Well, first of all, you're showing your age by calling it one double A. You know, you know us new kids. All right, FCS. They, uh, yes, thank you, you youngsters. Yes, and us your youngsters have mid forties. Yes, to FBS <laughs> and FCS. So you're showing your age. Um, having a little inside information on this, when they made the trade, they knew they needed a difference maker at the position. I do not think that they knew who they were going to draft. I think it came down to the wire, and, and they just let the kind of the chips fall where they may. Now we all assume because hey, you can't, you know, mortgage the farm for Mac Jones. It had to be somebody different. But I'm telling you, based on the, the people that I've talked to inside that organization, when they made the trade, they had no idea who they were taking. They just knew that at the most important position, maybe in, in sport, they needed a guy that they could depend on week in and week out because the guy that they had was very inconsistent. And oh, by the way, isn't it kind of ironic? Shout out to Taylor Swift. I think she sings ironic. If not, then that's that's on me. That's Alanis uh, Morissette. Alanis Morissette. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you'd only you know level. that if you were a lot older. Yeah, I'm, I'm not older. <laughs> um, think about this, though. The guy that they did draft, he's already been hurt in Trey Lance. Yep. Yep. It's a concern. It's Greeny coming to you live from above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane in for Greeny. I want to play this clip from Nick Sirianni yesterday, the Eagles head coach for you, Booger, because I heard this and I was completely thrown off with an NFL head coach trying so hard, in fact, trying way too hard to make an analogy about where his football team is. The results aren't there right now, but what's going on here is is that there's growth under the soil. I, I, I put a picture of a, a flower up, right, and that it's and it's coming through the ground, and the roots are growing out, and the roots and the roots are continuing to grow out, and everybody wants to see results. Shoot, we nobody wants to see results more than us. Each individual, each individual coach, each individual player, each everybody in in the building that we do our part to water to make sure that when it does pop out, it, it, it really it really pops out. Uh, pops out and it grows and so that was my message today because we are going through tough times and everybody wants to see results and and and, but just keep doing what we're doing keep watering keep and and look at yourself first and and know if are you are you watering and are you fertilizing every day so when it's time to pop it'll pop in a word what (laughs) i i get the overall message booger but nick sirianni is not a guy that delivers an analogy particularly well well, as, as a guy who grew up in rural Louisiana, um, farming and planting, you know, beans and watermelons and tomatoes and all that stuff, uh, I get where he's going. Here's the only problem with his analogy. First, it took way too damn long to get there. Yep. Uh, that's number one. Secondly, they can water all they want. The seed that they have planted at the quarterback position just isn't going to pop. Um, when you play that position – I think there are a couple of things you got to have. I think you have to have great decision-making. I think you have to have the ability to be accurate, and you have to have anticipation. I don't think Jalen Hurts has but one of the three. He definitely doesn't have all three. And so his flaws are going to continue to show, and they try to mask those flaws by running a lot of RPOs, which are run-pass options. The problem with that is you put the – the game in the quarterback's hand instead of the opposite way around where you can call a play and kind of dictate how Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay called the offense. They can dictate for their quarterback what to do. And so I get it. We can water all day, but there's been a many times I put seeds in the ground, Colin, and I've watered and I've taken a hole 
and I've gotten all the weeds out from around the row and it still didn't pop. So you know what I had to do? I had to start back over, put a new seed in the ground. And I think eventually that's what the Philadelphia Eagles are going to have to do at the quarterback position. That's what Howie Roseman wants to do. I'm convinced that he wants to take those three first-round picks that they have coming and trade them for Deshaun Watson. I'll be surprised. From all accounts that I've talking to people down in Philadelphia about, Jalen Hurts was more of a Doug Peterson pick because he felt that they needed to bring somebody in to push Carson Wentz a little bit. Yeah, see, see, that's not what I heard. I heard it was the other way around. Now, maybe you and I, I mean, your sources may be more connected than mine. I heard it was the other way around. I heard this that was how he Howie, wanted to take him. Correct. And that he kind of forced him on Doug. And then Jeffrey Lurie came out and says, hey, this year we're going all in for, for Jalen Hurts, which is why they didn't bring any competition in. And uh, at the beginning of the uh, year back in March or whatever. So I don't know which way they go. Let me ask you a quick Deshaun Watson question. If you're Deshaun Watson and I told you that you wanted to, or you told me you wanted to win in the next three, three years, what's a better scenario or a better team for you to win something significant in the next three years, Philadelphia, Miami, or Carolina? I will answer that question in 30 seconds. First of all, though, My family's protected. Is yours? If you don't have life insurance, listen up because I'm going to help you knock a big item off your to-do list this week. Now, you don't want just anyone for this. You need a pro. That's why you need SelectQuote. For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. Check this out. SelectQuote found a 40-year-old guy with high blood pressure, 10-year, $500,000 policy, only $19 a month. That's right, $19 a month. Seriously, that's nothing to be able to protect your family and all you've worked for. You'll be surprised at how affordable a policy can be. Plus, quotes at SelectQuote are free and take only minutes. Do me a favor. Take a couple of minutes to get your free quote. Call 800-881-6868. That's 800-881-6868. Or go to selectquote.com. That's selectquote.com. Full details on sample policy and carrier ratings at selectquote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. I have 10 seconds to answer the question. And the answer is very simple. The Miami Dolphins booker. Awesome stuff today, bud. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.